It's just after I see a movie, I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Hey everybody, welcome back to A Piece of Pie, the queer film podcast. I'm Brian Rowe. And I'm James Conley. Welcome, and we are here talking about Endgame and Game of Thrones. This is our one night stand. Uh, We're going to kind of throw this out this weekend because we wanted to join the chorus of all the people that are talking about these these pop culture events. Extreme spoiler cast. Yes. uh, Two very, very, very big event. Yes. Uh pieces of media uh so uh in huge bold letters if you have uh have not seen these and you care at all about either of these things spoilers 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 don't listen to this if you haven't seen endgame i hope you turn this off because i'm about to tell you that black widow dies i know so there (laughs) spoilers spoilers iron man dies uh, and, uh, the Night King is killed by Arya, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> extreme, extreme spoilers. <laughs> That's it. That's all we wanted to do. That's all we do. wanted to say. <laughs> We're just gonna mail this audio file to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, two weeks late, apparently. Uh, no, so, uh, what did you think of Endgame, James? I thought it was incredible. Like, I, I liked Infinity War a lot. Obviously, we talked about that. We did a one-night stand just about that. Um... The more I think about uh, uh, Infinity War, like, I still like it. I still think it's an incredible achievement because of how many things were happening and all that kind of stuff. Um, but there there are bits that don't hold up maybe as well as others. I think they, they try to give everyone their moment. I think they do a pretty good job. But there, there are some things that, you know, kind of get left by the wayside. Uh, I think Endgame is just incredible. Like, it's a, a phenomenal achievement. You spend time with... You know, the six main Avengers, the original Avengers, you see what happens to them as people after the events of Infinity War. And it's pretty brutal for all of them. Um, You know, it shortchanges some characters. It's going to have to. Like, Captain Marvel is not in hardly any of the movie. Yeah. Okoye is not really in much of the movie. Um, But they acquit themselves well in the few spots that they're in. And there's so many incredible moments in this movie yeah. uh, I'm, the thing that like i probably cried three times throughout the movie and like the first i mean the first time was when black widow died because she is my favorite character um and i was really mad and sad that she died i get why they did it because between her and hawkeye one of those has the audience's love and one of those doesn't have much interest uh so it wouldn't have really meant anything if hawkeye died to yeah. the audience um it is said that the only woman of the original six is the one who dies, though. Yeah, um, and, but she still has a movie coming. She does, and it's it. I'm super excited. That's the most, more than the next Spider-Man movie, it's the, the MCU film I'm most excited about. But um, then there's the scene uh, where all the portals open up at the end in the final battle. Yeah. And you see, like, Black Panther wander through. You see all these people who died come through. You see all these, like, side characters from different episodes come through. And I just, like, was, like, I mean, call it fanboyism, fine, but it's, like, done so right and so perfectly that I was just, like, oh, my God, this is everything I wanted to see, you know? Like, it just, it was extremely fulfilling, and the, the things that happened felt earned. All the stuff that goes back and sort of, like, fills in gaps, Mm -hmm. um... 
in like earlier films, like things that happen in the Avengers that we didn't see in the original Avengers film, you know, like gives you the sense that, yeah, like, no, there was always this plan for this connective tissue to fit all these pieces together with these like side characters, like Robert Redford's character being the one to like take possession of the, the Tesseract right at the beginning, you know, and you yeah. see the Hydra agents there and now you know that they're Hydra because of Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that elevator scene. That and was it, a great yes. callback and it was also this great sort of like nod to current i don't know about current but recently uh captain america was revealed to be hydra in one of the comic continuity er, er, continuities i don't know the full story but i remember it being a big big deal big big news item yeah when you know captain america says hail hydra so to have that in the movie even paid homage to i thought was really fun and, and to have it in that elevator scene which is already itself kind of nodding to that incredible scene in the winter soldier um, I thought that was I thought that was just fantastic. I thought it was really smart. Um, I'm with you. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm I'm sad about Iron Man. I'm sad about yeah. um, Black Widow. Um, I'm a little less sad about Black Widow because I know we're going to see her again. Yeah. I almost feel like I wish that they had gotten that they could have done her movie before they killed her off. Yeah. That sort of feels really frustrating to me because if it's a prequel. It's a lot of stuff that we don't really need to know mm-hmm. because if we needed to know it, we would know it by now. And then if it's a sequel and you somehow bring her back, which I'm not opposed to, mm-hmm. that undermines kind of the the point of killing her off in the first place. Yeah. Um, I wish that they had been a little more ahead of the curve and kind of in making a female-led superhero movie before Captain Marvel, I yeah. wish that they had kind of they'd done a... a a Black Widow movie uh, because she's an interesting enough character t- to have earned it and, and Scarlett Johansson is certainly famous enough mm-hmm. to have warranted it that um, to have it come out now almost kind of, I don't want to feel I don't want to say it's insulting because it's not mm-hmm. but it's also it's like well, why now? Yeah. Like I'm a little frustrated by that yeah. but um, I love can we I'm going to jump ahead to my Say Something Gay about it yeah. and talk about how I would totally let like Brainiac Hulk Oh yeah, like whatever Tell he wants. <laughs> like I'm down. You got green skin? That's cool. I'm down. That's fine. We can make this work. But he's like the hottest cartoon character or yeah. CGI character I've seen um, in, uh, yeah. in any movie I yeah. can think of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my say something gay about it is also one of my favorite jokes oh, in the I entire know. movie about Chris Evans' ass yeah. uh, when Tony. You know, they go back to the past and Tony Stark says something like, "Well, the." At least your costume got better now. He's like, that doesn't look like America's ass. Oh, yeah. And uh, then there's a great scene where Chris Evans is fighting his younger self, um, and they're both dressed the same. And then he knocks his his, his uh, younger self out, and he's looking down at his ass, and he's like, that is America's ass. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> uh, Iron Man, I think, says something about, just makes a joke about his ass, and then Ant-Man is like... I think you look great. That's America's ass. That's right. And honestly, I want more superhero films where a superhero is complimenting a male superhero is complimenting another male superhero's ass. Well, and we I need that in more movies. And I do love that. That's also uh, I, I feel like that's a pretty clear callback to the fact that when the Infinity War posters came out. All of the women are usually in this, like, you know, butt sort of, like, pushed out, yeah, lower yeah. back arched pose where their butts are in the thing. And the men never are, except for Captain America. Yeah. Clearly had, like, full butt front and center. Like, yeah. he was, like, clearly the most sexualized of all the posters for Infinity War. And there was a whole, there were a whole lot of think pieces about it. 
Um, and so I love that they really leaned into that and they made a whole yeah. point about it in the movie. Yeah, I fantastic. almost feel like they probably added that after the fact. After that kind of the posters had come out and when they were doing reshoots and stuff. Yeah. They were like, let's kind of make light of this. Yeah. Um, this is also um, I, <laughs> like the fourth or fifth time that we've talked about Chris Evans' ass on this podcast. I mean, it is a thing of beauty. It is America's one of the, ass. Yeah, it is one of the natural wonders of the world. <laughs> um, Absolutely it is. Honestly, but that scene with all of the women of the MCU yes. protecting Spider-Man, yeah. who's holding the Infinity Gauntlet. I don't know about you, like the theater I was in women were cheering i yeah, cheered i did too, people yeah. were cheering i thought that was such a great little moment it's another one of those like sure it would have been great if like you had given you know these women character moments earlier in the film yeah this is pure fan service mm-hmm. but what i liked about it is that it's fan service for all of the fans that aren't men yeah like it's yeah. fan service for the girls yeah. or the people that aren't you know, offended by the very notion of a strong woman. Yeah, um, it's a fantastic scene. It's great. It's yeah. great, and I and it also has the um, officially the first MCU's gay character in the uh, Joe Russo. Uh, what's that? Joe Russo. Joe Russo. Yeah, Joe mm-hmm. Russo plays him um, in the you know grief counseling scene, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was great. Another you know. Not, I don't want to say too little too late. I'll right. say too little, Yeah, but it's never too late in my mind. Yeah, I um, do think there there have been some interesting things written about it, and I and I agree with many of them. I think in hindsight it's sort of like, I'm not offended by it. A lot of people seem to be really offended by it, because they're, like, um, they're like, well, this is the character. Like, literally a, a non-named character is going to be the, yeah. the LGBT character. Yeah. When they've cut out... The references to Valkyrie's bisexuality in other films and the fact that Okoye uh, in Black Panther was supposed to be in a relationship with Ao, one of the other Dora Milaje characters, and they decided to cut that out. Oh, so, I, like, didn't, I didn't I, know about that. I get that irritation that they've, like, straight-washed, essentially, other characters. Now, I, Valkyrie I, is, like, still canonically bisexual, mm-hmm. um, and I... You know, I think that they are going to talk about that probably in future films that she's going to be in, probably in the next Guardians or whatever, whatever film that uh, that Valkyrie shows up in next. Yeah, like, I don't think we've seen the last of her. No, definitely not. I mean, Tessa Thompson is too big. <laughs> like, yeah. and her character hits so big that like, there's no way she's that's the last of her. But, um, and the character is becoming more and more popular in the comics because of her. Too. Oh, really? That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, so I get the frustration around that. The thing that I liked about it is that it didn't make a big deal about the... Almost every time a gay character is in a movie that's not, you know, like some of the queer cinema that we've talked about, it, like, has to be a coming out story. It has to be, like, a gay grief story. It has to be an AIDS story. It has to be, like, a story about disenfranchisement or abuse or any number of things. And it was like, this is just part of the world building. Like, gay people exist and Mm -hmm. they are also part of this. Yeah. My uh, sort of counterpoint to people who were like, well, why was it this white guy played by Joe Russo and not Valkyrie or not Okoye? Um, I, I, I understand that argument, but my counterpoint would be, well, 
you still have Captain America treating an openly gay man as yeah. an equal, yeah. which is something that a lot of people watching the movie, watching Captain America movies, reading Captain America stories, are probably incapable of doing. I'm not yeah. saying everybody, obviously right. not everybody, right, right, right. but there are comic, hateful comic book fans who yeah. could never look a gay guy in the eye and treat him like an equal and sympathize with this date that went bad. Mm-hmm. And so to have Captain America do those things, yeah, would I have rather it had been Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok or yeah. Okoye in Black Panther? Of course. Yeah. I'll take Captain America treating this man with respect. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also I think this is like the door just starting to open. Yeah. And I think that like, it's not as big as maybe we wanted it to be, but I, I think that what we're going to see is things changing Hopefully fairly rapidly. Yeah, there are rumors that they're seeking an openly gay actor to play the lead in the, one of their next... Is the it the Eternals? Internals? Eternals. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see how that ends up playing out. I read that and I'm like, okay, so it's either Luke Evans or... Uh, what's his name? Bomer. Matt oh, Bomer. Matt Bomer. Yeah. I'm like, because who else do you have that's openly gay? I don't know. <laughs> or like the guy, like Cam from Modern Family yeah. <laughs> as a superhero. Well, I mean, but, you know, there are a lot of younger actors now who are not defining their sexuality, yeah. which is interesting. And they're like, like even um, Tom even Holland, I... for example, like is dating somebody who uses the them, pro- they, them pronouns. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, and has, I believe it's Tom Holland. I'm pretty sure it's Tom Holland. And in interviews, this like corrected people and say like, no, like this is not somebody who chooses to gender themselves one way yeah. or the other. Yeah, like that's that's like you need to be respectful of that. And I was just sort of like, this is amazing. Like I yeah. love that younger people are like, especially younger people in Hollywood are not is not afraid in the way that you know in our generation and certainly in generations before us. People were like everything mm-hmm. was cl- in the closet. Everyone was scared of everything. Nobody could everything talk about. Everything was it. coded. Yeah, everything yeah. was coded. Yeah. Um, one other gay thing I just have to say about it. It's my last thing I'm gonna say about Infinity, uh, about Endgame. <laughs> is that I knew it was never gonna happen, but I just wanted Winter Soldier and Captain America to kiss at the end. I was just like, yeah. you guys are in love with each other, or at the. I mean, like. This is like goes way beyond like brother relationship. Right. Like the way that they look at each other is romantic. I also love that both Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans like because there's this whole like Stucky, you know, Stephen Bucky yeah. thing out there. They've embraced that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like people have had them like sign fan art at conventions that are like romantic pictures of the two of them together, and yeah. they both love it. Yeah. And Sebastian Stan has played gay in at least one like show or movie because there are a lot of fantastic gifts of him making out with boys oh <laughs> it makes me very happy um anyway i could talk about the my yeah. my mental shipping of the two of them forever yeah uh but suffice to say it was really excellent um i i really like the way things turned out they even gave like tony stark is my least favorite character just because i am sick of rich white men who get to fuck everything up and then still have the privilege to be in control of everything right um but they gave him an arc that for me humanized him and made me like him yeah uh which made the ending impactful um i really thought they were gonna go kill captain america because he but because he and black widow were kind of like the heart of the mcu Mm -hmm. um and they didn't which was nice uh and uh they also gave hawkeye like 
like some character development, which they never have really given him before. Yeah, yeah. And I actually liked his character. Um, yeah. Not enough to feel like I would have cared if he died, but... Um, well, he also, he has a... So, like I said, Black Widow has a, a, a prequel movie coming mm-hmm. out. He's got the Disney Plus mm-hmm. uh, show coming, so he's... Which is going to be, I think, about him and his daughter when she takes over the mantle as Hawkeye. I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then there's a bunch of Disney Plus shows that are going to come out. Uh, Wanda and the Vision and Loki. That's called WandaVision. WandaVision. Which I think is a terrible title. Yeah, it's a terrible title. Full disclosure, I will probably watch all of them. Yeah. I'm least interested in um, WandaVision. Because yeah. I just don't... I feel like... Well, because Vision is now dead. Yeah. I think that's been... Like, that's pretty well confirmed. I know they have this rich history in the comics yeah. and... All of that. But we haven't but seen really. I, we, yeah, you haven't really seen any of it, and I don't really care, yeah. honestly. And just as a, a quick note, and then I will stop talking about this movie. <laughs> we can talk about Game of Thrones. Um, uh, you know this, Brian, and anyone who knows me well knows that Dark Phoenix is like one of my favorite characters. There is a movie coming out. We will be doing an episode that covers all of the X-Men universe, which is now owned by Disney uh, and is about to be rebooted, I'm sure. Um, and Dark Phoenix comes out next month, but, um, which is, what's interesting is that they have essentially, because they didn't have the rights to Jean Grey, uh, it, because she's a mutant, uh, they turned Scarlet Witch essentially into Jean Grey in terms of her power sets. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because Scarlet Witch's powers are, like, hex magic and curse magic. So all of her powers are really, like manipulating things like with language i mean like famously in the comics she once said no more mutants and all the mutant population of the world disappeared oh wow except for a few which like essentially committed genocide she's she's she's, worse than thanos yeah she's a pretty terrible character in a lot of ways uh depending on who's writing her um but in the mcu films she's essentially telekinetic yeah. And she's like super powerful telekinetic, which is she's not telekinetic remotely in the yeah. comics. Yeah. So, um, but that scene during the big battle when she gets mad at Thanos and starts ripping shit apart with her powers, I'm like, this scene was meant for Jean Grey, <laughs> but it's cool that they did it with Scarlet Witch. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like it looked cool. I, honestly, I didn't realize that I'm not a huge, as much as I like these movies, um, I'm not a, I wasn't ever a comic book reader growing up. Um, and we've talked about that, but so I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but so to move on to Game of Thrones, yeah. what did you think of? Right now we are recording this three episodes of Game of Thrones in, uh-huh. so there are three more left after we, the. I think the episode title is called "The Long Night." Yeah, which is the Battle of Winterfell with the Night King and the armies yeah. of the the undead. Um, it was an amazing piece of television. Yeah, an hour and a half long heart attack yeah. <laughs> um i know the beginning of the just the beginning of the episode just those long shots of just them waiting yeah i was i watched it with a couple of friends of mine and i was literally out loud i was like oh my god i'm so nervous yeah. like i just was nervous i didn't know what was going to happen i didn't know who was going to survive i was sitting um, on my couch like literally like on my knees sitting on my feet because i couldn't like sit down and i was just like gripping on the yeah. couch just, like watching like I could feel my heart, like, pounding the whole episode. Um, and my favorite character in Game of Thrones is Arya, and I fucking love that she mm. killed the Night King. Like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. 
this is the biggest i thought for sure she was gonna die in this episode and um, yeah she didn't she did she was great i've particularly enjoyed the next day on twitter the outcry of uh the upset straight white men uh-huh. i assume most of them are white but i imagine they're not all well there was an interesting article actually that came out yesterday and somebody you know because there's that scene right before the end where he's like trapped by the the ice dragon um and he's like hiding behind the wall and you think like oh he's not gonna make it he's not gonna make it there's a shot where i don't know if you remember this but i vaguely remember it where at one point he stands up and starts yelling at the dragon which i remember thinking like why is he yelling at this dragon john snow is yeah john snow is on the dragon no 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 at the the end when he's like the ice dragon is there Uh, like and he's like dodging his like fire and stuff yeah he's hiding behind that like little bit of wall it's like right at the end of the episode okay right before it's like a minute before Arya kills the night king and so he's like there the like entrance to the godwood is like on the other side of the dragon so he can't get out of his hiding spot Mm -hmm. he stands up and the dragon's head is like you know right on the other side of this thing and he starts yelling at the dragon and i remember thinking like while i was watching the episode like I mean, okay, I guess he's frustrated, and that's why he's... Yeah, but this seems kind of odd. And I remember thinking, like, it looked like he was looking away from his mark on the camera. Yeah. And I thought that that was kind of strange. Well, there was an article that's has... This has now been verified by a couple of people that apparently, if you listen to it closely with headphones, he's not just, like, yelling. He's yelling the words, go, go, go. And, like looks off away from the dragon for a second and then starts yelling this at the dragon. And then it cuts to the scene of like the white Walker's hair moving. And then she pops out of the thing and kills him. So the theory is that what he's looking at is Arya running through the running behind the dragon and he's yelling at the dragon to distract it so she can get past it to get in the, that makes in sense. The, I don't remember that, yeah. but I makes sense. Yeah, I guess a couple of people have watched it, and it's so dark that you can't really see. Yeah, it, yeah. See anything that's happening? Yeah. Behind it, but he definitely looks at something and then looks back at the dragon and starts yelling. So, like, yeah, okay. it's interesting. I'm probably gonna so. watch it again. Um, I don't think my my roommate is a few weeks behind, so I think it, when he watches them, I'll probably try and watch. I'll, it I'll watch one with him. Um, no, I liked it a lot. I I loved that it was Arya. I loved um, um, Theon Greyjoy's yeah. death. I thought that was great. Um, so that's the the one thing I will say. I, people are very divided about this episode because I think people were like, in the moment, I loved it, and that's why yeah. I say it's. I think it's a great piece of television. Yeah. I think now there are three hour and a half long episodes left to come and they're not all going to be just killing cersei and taking the throne right. <laughs> for somebody there's no way that that's going to take three hour and a half long episodes right um when the entire fight against the white walkers happened in one yeah um i think what people are questioning is like wait a second so now it's over and like we don't know anything about the night king's real motivations or like and they've built him up over you know what seven seasons yeah to be the big bad guy and now he's just like gone people are mad because they're just sort of like okay well now he's dead like you spent seven seasons building it up and like finally he's a character who's going to interact with other characters and he's dead now you know so like he was only going to interact with them to kill them it's not like he was walking over to Bronn to like invite him to coffee well no (laughs) no, i know it's not a frustration i share Uh, yeah i to me um one of my friends that i saw it with um 
had mentioned he was kind of frustrated that they he was dispensed of so quickly because he thought he the way he put it was that he thought the Night King would be the final thing and the war between like the Seven Kingdoms would yeah. take place and then they would deal with the Night King. Yeah. But to me, but to my mind, the biggest sort of question guiding the show, the biggest plot to, to, uh, driving the show is who's going to sit on the Iron Throne, yeah. who deserves to sit on the Iron Throne. Um, so it makes perfect sense to me that you kill him off and then you go and deal mm-hmm. with who's going to sit on the Iron Throne because that's the, I mean... That chair is like now iconic. Like yeah. that's the show. Yeah. The Night King was, like I said, it was prophesized about the long winter and everything. But for the most part of the show, like that was something that the Watchers on the Wall were dealing with. Yeah, and it wasn't anything that was the main story. Right. So to dispense with that before getting to the Iron Throne to me makes perfect sense. So I don't know. I guess I didn't expect the Night King to last until the final episode yeah. because then you also have to get to the the question of who's going to sit on the Iron Throne. I don't. I don't honestly think we're done with it. Like there was that whole like Bran is pretty much gone through the entire episode warging into something. Yeah, and all we know is that for a minute he's in like these these crows yeah. and sees the Night King, but then for the rest of the episode until the very end. He's, like, gone, you mm-hmm. know, and that's become such a meme since the episode yeah. are like, I have to go now, um, which is pretty funny. And so I'm like, we're going to find out what he was doing during that time, because yeah. clearly that's not all he was doing. Um, I mean, he didn't need his crows to find out that the night game was coming. He knew right. that that was happening. Yeah, it um, felt like that was, like, yeah, it felt like he sent the crows to kind of confront him. Yeah. But then nothing. Happened. But then nothing happened. So yeah. I, I think that there's something coming. Like I was, I was half expecting that at the very end of the episode, like uh, I don't know, like some other army was going to show up, or like yeah. an army of animals were going to show up because he like warged into all of them or something yeah. um, to try to help with the battle. And then that didn't happen. So I have a feeling that whatever he was doing is yet to be revealed. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like we're not done with the White Walkers. Like, you can't have this prophecy for thousands of years and then it's all over and it's never going to happen again because the Night King doesn't exist. I feel like there's going to be something else. It's going to be something like, oh, this person killed this person and now this person's been tainted by something. You know, like, I feel yeah. like you don't have this prophecy of, like, every th- couple thousand years the White Walkers rise up and they come back and there's all this backstory of, like, the children of the, earth, the yeah. forest or whatever. And, like, then he can just be dispatched and every White Walker is dead forever. Well, that's what they said, though. They were, they, they'd they always said, that, you know, the way to get rid of the army of White Walkers was to kill the Night King. But I still think there's more. I, I, I would be I, surprised if it's, like, never spoken of again. Like, Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can see, the, yeah, the whole thing with Bronn, um, I could see that being resolved. If we don't see the Night King specifically, that wouldn't surprise me. But I do think... Oh, yeah, no, right. I don't think we'll see him again. But I think that there's more to the story, right? Yeah. I no, think... that makes sense. Because he, you're right. He did kind of go off and hang out with some birds for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, but I loved it. Like I said, I liked I liked Theon Greyjoy's yeah. death. And I liked the way Bronn kind of sent him off to it. Yeah. And he's like, you're a good man. Thank you. Yeah. That was then, really good. Yeah. And he just kind of like... Because Bronn, like, in season one, Theon had like pretended to hang and burn the uh brawn remember like, oh yeah brand uh, brandon rickon yeah um because they had that whole thing early on because he was raised by the stark so right. i i really like that that moment and i i 
like that he kind of gave his own life for yeah. that after everything he's been through. Um, yeah. He he had a good a, character he, arc. What's up? He had a good. He had a really good arc. Yeah, he wasn't always my favorite character, but by the time they killed him off, I was like, oh, that's too bad. The other thing I've heard people criticize about the show is that like. All the characters we really, really loved, like the people we're super attached to, like Jamie and Brienne mm-hmm. and Tormund and the Hound and Arya and Sansa and, you know, mm-hmm. the and the, the mains, all, all the mains, like none of them died. And the well, expect- Jorah Mor- Mormont died. Yeah, he died. He's probably the, he and Theon are probably the two highest profile characters. Yeah, well, they've it. both also been there since day one, too, yeah. so. And, and uh, but like you didn't even lose Grey Worm, and so like people yeah. are like, you know, people were like, well, it feels kind of low stakes because, like, suddenly all of them are gone and all of the characters we love are still alive. And I was like, um, but it's Game of Thrones. So that means most of the characters you love are going to die in the next three episodes. Right. You just don't want to... <laughs> you have to space it out. You yeah. can't... You know. Well, they're giving you a gift with this episode. Yeah. And they are very sparing so with how they... Next week. Yeah. They're, they're very sparing with how they hand out good news. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Before we wrap up, uh, any predictions? Who do you think will die? Who do you think will end up on the Iron Throne? God, I feel like it's almost impossible to say. I don't think Daenerys is going to end up on the Iron Throne. I don't think Jon will either. It might be Arya, but I also don't see that happening. I think it's either going to be Arya or Sansa. I could see it being Sansa. I could also kind of see it being Tyrion. Yeah, I don't think he wants it, though. No, I don't... Well, that's the thing, is, like, I think a lot of the characters don't want it. Like, they've yeah. seen what this does to people. Yeah. Like, if Jamie survives, he's not gonna want it. Yeah. He doesn't want to be on that I think planet. Daenerys wants it. Yeah, I think the only one who... But I also don't think Daenerys is gonna survive. Yeah, I don't know if she'll survive. I don't... I don't think she's gonna get on it. I don't either. Because I think they're, like, telling us that, like... At this point, the only thing she cares about is that throne. Yeah, like the way she responded to John when uh, he found she found out he was related to her, which granted was like a weird time to tell her in the previous yeah. episode, and it was like right before the White Walkers start showing up, so it's like they don't have time to talk about it. Yeah, and so I'm sure they're gonna spend a lot of time talking about it in the ex- next episode. But her response was not, "I've been fucking my nephew." Yeah, <laughs> it was. Well, you have a better claim to the throne than I do. Yeah, um, yeah. She's turning into. I I think that I don't. I think that she's going to get killed. I yeah. and I would almost. I almost want to predict, but I, I'm not confident enough. But I'll throw it into the universe. I think that Jon Snow is going to be the one that does it. Yeah. I just. It's just a hunch. It's yeah. not based on anything. I just like. That's kind of the vibe that I've been getting. Well, one of the weird fan theories when I was talking about the Night King and all that, sort of like the curse of the the frozen people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the theories that's sort of prevalent online is that there's something in the I haven't read all the books. I only read the first one. Mm-hmm. There's something in the books about like you know all these different named swords that different people have being yeah, like important. Yeah. Um, that there's one there's one or two swords that are imbued with like the power of the north which is sort of like ice or something so there was this this theory that like she's going to turn into like a mad titan and he's going to have to kill her with this like sword made of these other the swords steel or whatever yeah but like made from one of these legendary swords mm-hmm. and 
so that'll be like the song of ice and fire because she's fire and he's gonna stab her with the sword and that by killing her it's going to do the same thing that the like children of the forest did and the the power of the sword is going to turn her into like the night queen essentially oh interesting so um i have no idea if that's right it's probably wrong because i feel like anytime you try to predict anything on the show it's wrong yeah, <laughs> yeah. also that would be like uh, with only three episodes left i'm like i don't see that happening yeah i feel like if you're going to turn her into the night queen you needed to do that a season yeah. and a half ago yeah I but I, but let's not forget that these are three hour and a half long episodes. So yeah. in terms of like regular episodes, it's like what four and a half episodes, it's almost five episodes. That's true. That's um, true. And they're they have said that like the last two episodes are essentially like part one and part two of a continuous yeah. thing. So it's like two feature length films. So I'm That's bananas. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested. I have no idea. Um, yeah. But I'm real excited and and. Uh, as much as I love this show, I'm excited for it to be done. <laughs> like, it has been a lot of difficult television over the last many years. Yeah. Some amazing moments and some horrible mo- moments. Yeah. And I'm excited to, like, have the story over and be able to, like, reflect on it as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Well, between that and Endgame, it's kind of a strange time to be a pop culture enthusiast. Because you do have these two franchises that have become so um beloved mm-hmm. um over a period of time that um i mean you know you had endgame coming out and then a few days later you had this episode and in a weekend you lost iron man black widow uh, uh, uh jorah mormont and mm-hmm. um the other one that died and game of thrones that i was that we were talking about. oh theon theon thank you both from season one so like and little badass Liana Mormont. We can't forget about her. Oh, yeah. Stabbing a yeah. giant I love that eye. shot, though, of uh, them all coming. I love that moment of the Night King, like, basically, like, Jon Snow's coming. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and he's like, I'm, I don't have time to deal with you. And he just raises up everybody that's died. Um, I love that moment. I thought that was fantastic. And I did want to give props, too. I lo- like, we talked about how it was, uh, it was a little dark. Um, I... Do you want to say that I thought that shot of the the fire going into oh like God, the wilderness yeah. and then the fire getting like extinguished, getting extinguished? I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, and I absolutely love the other thing I wanted to mention just before we wrap up is uh, the scene of Arya in the library is like straight up the raptor scene from Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it is scary and terrifying and amazing all at the same time. Yeah. Um, I had that thought too when I was watching it. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, I'm I'm glad we got together. These are such two. They're such cultural touchstones over the last like um, decade or so. Um, you know, th- three more weeks of Game of Thrones coming. I'm sure you know by the time many are listening to this, it's well on our past. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was just excited. I was like, I knew we were recording an episode tonight, so I was like, let's talk about Endgame. Let's yeah. talk about Game of Thrones. Um, the two so, good you know, things to talk about together, too. I think. Yeah, definitely, because they both. I mean, like I said, you had they came out within a few days of each other, and then even by the time this comes out, there'll be episode four. Yeah. Um. So we'll be <laughs> already going to look like we don't know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> everything has been a prediction, so you know yeah. we'll we'll see just how wrong we are next. Exactly. Week. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Also, by the time you're listening, my cast will be off. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like I said, um, I was happy to uh, make that we were able to make some time to talk about these uh, cultural touchstones. uh, And I'm sure when all is said and done, we can come back and kind of revisit Game of Thrones um, if we decide we want to. Yeah, for sure. Um, But where can we find you on social media? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Sonic Alligator and on Twitter at Sonic Alligator T O U R. And what about you, Brian? I am so Brian Rowe. Uh, that's Brian with an I R O W E on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on there. You can find us Piece of Pie Pod on Instagram as well, Twitter as well, also on YouTube. Although there's only one video because <laughs> I don't really know how to do all that stuff, but we're working on it. And Facebook. And Facebook. Yes, thank you. That was the other one I missed. Is and Facebook. Uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and leave comments and. Um, enjoy the Game of Thrones finale. Yeah. Go see a movie. Let's see how wrong we all are.